And we are back. Less tech and more neck. Less tech, more neck. Mm, y'all hear what I say. Less tech, more neck. For your mother and your brother, we gonna hear from Eric and Devante. It's strange times and these are strange days And it's strange people living strange ways So expect Let's take Monique This is Eric and Devante is gone playing in Dallas right now Today I have Isaac, a really good friend that I've known for 10 years now We are just talking about he's basically not a hookup guy So elaborate on that more Isaac. <laughs> well, no one wants to hear the sad story of how I've only been with three women my entire life. It's not a bad thing. Three, man, that's my me. that's my body count. That's what the young people say. What's your body count? I'm like, oh my god, um, three. But you know, it's not how many times I've actually you know gotten it in or whatever. But <laughs> three partners, so. three partners, and, and I've for- dated every single one. One was high school. One was basically after college. My college, tech school, trade school. And then my current wife. Yeah. And how long have you been with her? 10 years. 10 years? Yeah, as long as I've 420 known. 420 <laughs> was 10 years of dating. Of dating. Yeah. 420 was five years of marriage. Has it been five years now? Yes, 2018. 2018. Holy shit. That's so 42018. No one's going to forget my fucking anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) So for the uh, listeners, how old are you? I am 34. 34 and been with three women. And that's pretty astonishing in today's world. I know. For anybody. No no regrets. I mean, you know, everyone (laughs) wants to. It's not like I didn't want to try. Like, I don't know. It's what am I trying to say? It's, It's not that you're not attracted to multiple women i get what you're saying you're just you're not hooking up with women like obviously i i like partaking in yeah so well and and i've been i've been with mckenna before like tinder and all that too well yeah i never i never saw all that well and there's like plenty of fish plenty of fish was like i remember my my roommate nate signed me up for a plenty of fish so yeah i was okay what is that your dating experience online is plenty of fish when you were I'm assuming it's been what early twenties. I think that was even before number two. Oh, before you dated the second girl. But either way, you didn't make it yourself. Someone else made it, and at that point, it would have been what 2009, 2010, something like that. Mm, yeah, ten or eleven. Ten or eleven. Okay, so back then, I mean, again, I know that's a little over a decade ago. That I online mean, dating that was, was like there wasn't even an. I didn't even have an iPhone. I think I still had my. They, they were out, but not everyone had them yet. Yeah. So yeah, Nate, this was before they norm. Like, if you were dating online, you're kind of weird. Like that's when dating online was weird. Well, it or was for like, like older people. My photo was like from my LG three Envy or whatever the hell I had the like brick the old school brick phone with the full keyboard. Like I remember that phone I thought was the shit. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Nate had a BlackBerry. So, remember those were a thing. Oh, yeah. No, I remember. And then those <laughs> something happened. And those died out. Well, yeah, it all got replaced by the screen. I'd say 2012. It was pretty mainstream. Everyone had a at least touch screen phone at that point. 12, 13. Not everybody, but anyone. In no, the I did. I went from I went from that MV to like an iPhone. I don't know what it was at three. that point. It was like a three or a four. Yeah, I think that I think was my first one. Yeah. That I've been too. 
so again, your experience with dating, not apps, but dating online was really pre, it was on the computer. It's probably a pre having a smartphone. Definitely. Okay. So do it you, was the whole, yeah. I'd like to quote unquote say traditional, like I'm going to pick a girl up at a bar, but you know, <laughs> when you don't know how to close, then if you're just going to like make out with them, you don't know how to close, then that's how you end up at three, dude. I know. That's not a bad thing, man. If you ever. Oh, I have uh, no regrets. Ignorance is bliss. No regrets. Was not envious of you at all through our friendship. But now I'm like, oh, man, like, I wish I didn't know what I did know. Because it's fucking, it's a lot easier to be with one person if you don't know what, like, two mouths on your dick feel like. It's as you. I've only read about that (laughs) in books, (laughs) not the screen. Let's, uh, yeah. And again, I have already talked about that, but. Needless to say, do you remember when I, because we were friends, I think, when I started using the dating apps. Do you kind of remember when me or who else was I using definitely them? remember, like, because I remember I'd show you. your Tinder being like, yeah. I'm a Tinder for you, bro. Yeah, like I know I and used just to like, show you. It was so funny because I'm here, like, clicking into their profile being like, well, she looks fun. She's <laughs> Look, she's standing next to a snowboard on the top of a mountain. Look at how, oh, my God. And you're like, dude swipe right or is it like i don't even know is it right left yeah right right for yes left yeah. for no like this is how you do it right 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 yep. you always see everyone doing that right 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 for men that's what they do not women it's left 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 for okay. women okay well so but again you missed all i'm that. all clicking you, on everyone's yeah. profile though obviously you were with somebody how did that make you feel were you just like oh shit that would be that would have been fun to have that would have been like oh more choice were and of course, now I can ask these girls out and look at them and without ever facing rejection. Did you think that would be cool? No, I definitely like face value. I would say I'd be like, oh, I'm I'm jealous. Like, wow, look at all these options. But like when it comes down to the brass tacks of it, I'd be like, no, see, you don't know how to close. And it's just like it's I don't regret anything. And even even mm-hmm. when I was that sounds really bad, but like. When I was with McKenna using your Tinder, that first half second, it would be easy to be like, yeah, see, you could you could be doing this too. Look at all these girls you could fuck. Look at all this. <laughs> Look at all these options. But then like coming down to the brass tacks being like, no, that's just not you. That's not, you can't do, you're not going to fuck any of these girls. You're just going to swipe right on every single one and get no matches. Even if you do, you're not going to do anything about it. Because that's what it was with Plenty of Fish. It was like, I don't know how it really operated. I don't really remember. But I remember having, talking to multiple girls. And my roommate who, what would you say? He was the opposite of me. He was able to close, you could say. Yeah, he was like, he he knew how to play the game. He's a good looking dude. Well-spoken, confident. I mean, he he could. Redshirted for the CSU football team. He was a player. Yeah. Yeah. He knew what to do. He knew mm-hmm. what to say where I'm over here just not, you know, so I have no regrets. No. It all played out how it was supposed to play out. No, yeah. I was just curious of what your perception of me using it was because I was, I mean, everyone else was in a relationship at that point too. Tad was with Mary. Like I was probably the only one that you really knew that was actively using it and like could actually look at it besides maybe coworkers. You were definitely or- the only person that was. Not only actively using it, but like actively (laughs) successfully using it. Like there was other people that I saw or knew or 
But it was just like my story where it's just like, oh, I just like can't. No, I don't get any matches or this or that. or And it's. So you'd hear that from what? Coworkers? Or that's what my coworker is right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like all these bumble matches and this and that. And he just, I'm we convinced can't. he just doesn't want to. He doesn't. He's not ready to like be committed in a relationship. Because he's like, all these girls like want to text. And like, I'm just not trying to text. And I'm like, if you're not trying to talk to any girl, then you're not going to be with anyone. And how, how old is your coworker? He's like 26, 25, 26. 26. Okay. But he's actively using the dating apps like everyone is. Yes. Not a and then my other coworker who's 21, yeah, he's dating a girl, lives with a girl, and he met her on Tinder. Well, I don't know. He lives with her. He's 21. She's 20. They live together. They. He claims that he was almost given up on Tinder or the apps. So seven of every 10 relationships now are started online. Huh. Doesn't surprise me. Would you say this guy's pretty confident in real life? Would he? Would you guess your coworker would be the kind of guy that would go approach a girl, especially sober? But we'll just say even at a bar, drunk, would he be that kind of guy that would the one that's living with his girlfriend? I don't know. Maybe in the right scene. I went out with him last weekend. Yeah, we went to. Dude, it was, it was great. I haven't been out in so long, and I thought, I'm trying to be Mr. Fucking Old Dick over here. I'm 34 years old. He's 21. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, you got to park your car on Mountain because they don't have the time limit. So you can leave your car and pick it up on Saturday. We go there, park there. Oh, fuck. They changed it. It's literally <laughs> eight two-hour parking starting at 8 a.m. Oh, well, never mind. And then we're just like, we go to this place. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. This, that, that. Blah. We go to Tony's. I'm like, dude, you got to go to Tony's. And he's like, for sure, more like metal, mm -hmm. like long hair. He's in a band, all this shit. You know, we go to fucking Tony's, dude. These two guys are like the only white guys in Tony's. Mm -hmm. And I could tell they were like slightly uncomfortable. And I was like, <laughs> okay, we can leave. <laughs> <laughs> and we're upstairs at Tony's. And I'm also just like, holy shit. When did they finish the whole like up here? Like it used to be open and. I'm just saying everything that I was saying, I was wrong about. Like about the like bar scene. I'm just like, ah, dude. All right, we're leaving. Let's go. We try and go out that back door down the stairs of Tony's. Yeah. The bouncer's like, no, nah, bro, you can't get the, you got to <laughs> go out the front fucking yeah. door. And I'm like, oh my God. He was like going to beat me up. I'm like, take it easy, dude. Then we go to Trailhead and I'm like standing at the bar and everyone's like, there's a line right here. And I'm like, oh my God. Like when is there a line at? The cash register at Trip, like I, I don't know, I don't remember any of that. I was wrong yeah. about a lot of shit. Essentially, I can't remember it all, but there was a lot. <laughs> it was, it was kind of funny because I was wrong about a lot of shit. I was like, well, I guess that's a good thing because I have a kid and a wife and a house, and that just means that I don't come out to the fucking bars anymore. That is a good thing, trust me, because I knew all that stuff, and I'm like, ah, I'm thirty, gonna be thirty three, and yeah. I'm like, I shouldn't know that stuff anymore. Yeah. So I was no, like, I, the only thing that's changed is a lot more women are not wearing bras and I'm not a, I'm not mad about it. I was just like <laughs> this. I don't remember this shit at all. Like there's the, like, the dress no, is different. Right? No one's wearing bras anymore and uh, I'm okay with it. You should uh, come to, come to the gym sometime. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this is a thing now. You okay. See what girls wear. It's basically like the, the I'm like the bitches in Costco them. don't yeah. do this, but <laughs> I mean, whatever. That's fine. No, very different times, but again, very, I mean, just that decade that you've been with your 
your wife, everything has changed. You know, I mean, it really has. And, you know, it's endless choice. Be who you want to be. Just go have fun. Who cares? And it's like, okay, well, we can all live our lives that way. I think you've known me well enough. You're like, that's how this motherfucker lives his life for sure. But eventually it catches up to you. I think it's more just like the main thing that I've maybe seen throughout the 10 years of being with someone and watching people, including you, mm-hmm. on dating apps, you think you have this unlimited option, which, I mean, I guess you do. I mean, you're just endless somehow, especially in well, a town as, like this. Yeah, and as a guy, you can imagine, like, endless pussy, which we all know for a man is fucking badass. I mean, let's be real. Like, every guy wants that. Whether you act on it or not is obviously up to you and at your discretion and what you can actually achieve. But that's how men think. We And again, that's where I, I try to get women or men and women to understand each other is that, look, this is how men think. Don't fucking shame us, but just know that all this attention you're getting online is, you know, 1,500 plus likes is not real. Because how many women have you actually asked out in real life? Exactly. Like how many women do you actually have the balls to go up and talk to in person? Yeah. It takes fucking balls because it, rejection sucks. Yeah. Well, and that just goes along the lines of just, I used to have a Facebook too. And I was that asshole on Facebook where you either loved me <laughs> or you fucking hated me because I would just call it as it is. And I would just write on your wall, just call you out for your stupid shit. And, you know, I don't have any examples because I haven't had it in a long ass time, probably like 12 years because I haven't had it at all with McKenna but either way like it's so much easier to say things behind a screen that you wouldn't say to someone's face Mm -hmm. and it was just like I had like a self-reflection of just like oh my god to keep a long story short I basically my roommate's brother fucked this other girl that was in our like little social group ruined his marriage and i was actually better friends with them but his wife just convinced me to direct message the girl's mom on how she's a cunt and ruined her marriage and i did it because i was just an idiot and like (laughs) you know just and i was just like oh my god like it was one of those in the time i was just like like whatever you were young too weren't you like what 20 21 21. yeah i was over 21 well, either it was way. just being it's ignorant. Still yeah, still young. I mean, I also have a questionable last name for some people. They don't. I mean, I think it matters. Like, I, yeah, I people judge absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm if I guess if anyone already knows me, I I feel weird like saying my full name, but it's Isaac Hussein, mm-hmm. and it's A I N, not E I N. But everyone automatically assumes that I'm related to him, and like. I've dealt with it so much in my entire life that the whole sticks and stones, break your bones, words will never hurt you has been a, a positive thing and a negative thing. It's been positive in the fact that, you know, when I was picked on and bullied by other students, I don't want to say picked on, but said some fucked up racist things to me, you know, throughout my life from friends, peers, parents, police officers, teachers. Like, it's been a good thing that I can just brush that off and be like, hmm, okay, well, yeah, fuck you too. 
but it's also been a bad thing because now I just say whatever the fuck I want because I'm like, well, people are going to say whatever the fuck they want to me, but like, well, I can't say it back to you, you know, all of a sudden, like me saying cunt is going to offend everyone. Okay. Well, that's aggressive. Like what about when they were calling me a sand? Nigger? Okay. That's aggressive too. Yeah. Like, you know, well, I, I get it. I so it's, it, it amplified when I was on Facebook. I would. I that's would, why you deleted Facebook. That's exactly why I deleted Facebook because I was just like, Talking "You're shit. saying some wild <laughs> shit, dude." Like, nah, I don't know. I wasn't calling everyone a sea hunter on Facebook, but you know, I wouldn't be afraid to drop it on someone's wall if they were at being one. And it was, it was bad, dude. It was bad. Like, it's just like, oh, everyone's a hero when they're yeah, like on their phones and exactly and messaging. Yeah. And so my point of that is. When you're on the dating app, swiping right, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. left. Right is yes. Right is yes. Left is no. When you're swiping right, you're probably that fraction of a second being like, yeah, I'm going to fuck them. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then in, when it comes down to it, it's like, if you saw that same girl mm-hmm. staring at the bar like, twirling her hair waiting for someone or to come at a grocery store waiting or, for someone to buy yeah. her a drink or at a grocery store waiting yeah. for yeah. a tall man to come pick the cereal <laughs> box off the top shelf nope. and spark conversation you're not gonna do that no and i didn't do that i didn't have dating apps but it's not like i did that shit either yeah even the most bold men you don't see men just going up like mac on every girl i work at a gym and you'll you know i see it obviously but it's rare man like Men don't, it takes a lot of balls to go up and like approach a girl, especially cold approach without meat, without ever. It's I was terrible at it. That's what Tinder is. Yeah. Like it's literally just a visual image. It'd be like looking at someone across the room. Yeah. What I've gotten girls to look at, like through the lens of a guy is I play this game with girls at the gym where I say, okay, let's look around the gym. How many of these men do you even notice or even attractive enough for you to notice? And they look and they're just like, oh, like maybe one of the entire gym. And, you know, at any given time at our gym, there's 50 to 100 people, we'll say. And that like 100 was pretty busy. But all right. So look around. How many men do you actually find attractive or even like are just not invisible? And they're just like, oh, my God, like um, like one or two. They have to like really think about it. And a lot of times it's zero. They're like, well, what about girls for you? And I'm like, I look around. I'm like, I'd, I was like, I'd fuck like 50, 60 percent of the women in here. 70, you know, I think that's more of a difference in how women, women versus men. That's like that. Yeah, that's how we, you view know, men, when you ask a man that like, what is like <laughs> rate this girl one to 10? It's always just like ass titties face type shit, you know, body, blah, 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 all that like face level things yeah. like very visual it's shallow very, very as fuck down, yeah. but you know that's like when you ask a man that in my opinion my biased yeah. opinion that's what a man goes to but i feel like when you ask a woman she's like well i need to see if how he's like is with children and can he what does he do and this and that and it's like no i'm asking would you fuck that guy or not you know and yeah I just see if they like notice them like as an attra- in a pure attraction trigger visually, because again, the apps are all visual. Yeah. So it's meant for visual cues of, okay, you're only going to swipe on the men you find attractive. Look around how many of these men do you find attractive? And it's almost none. It's like maybe one of, you know, we'll just say 50 men in the gym or none of 50 men versus a male. When I tell them my number of 
you know, 50 to 60 percent. It's like I'd probably hit 50, 60, 70, 80 sometimes percent of the women <laughs> in here. It's me. I mean, we all know Eric. It's maybe it's like 80 percent. But for most guys, you know, maybe 50 to 60 percent. If you'd ask them that same question. But see, the thing is, is you literally would. Like yeah, if, yeah. If, if you. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if, if you <laughs> if you actually could. Okay. Okay. Old Eric. Yeah, yeah. Old Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would. I, but I, even at the versus like me, club, all I'm getting yeah, at yeah. is versus yeah, yeah. me. Mm-hmm. You're, even you're if I could, yeah. I, I would like to say I would, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I would. That's, that's cool. That's not a bad, trust me, man. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. I know. I have no regrets. Yeah. So, but again, you still can visually look and just be like, oh shit. Like, not that you would, you'd be like, oh, like that girl's hot hot you know what i'm saying you're yeah. like oh yeah i'd like smash, smash like it's a it's a much higher percentage for men now each man is going to give a different answer but i would say you know 30 to 60 percent yes compared to like zero to one percent for women and again you put everyone online with that mentality think about what's happened and of course we're hey we're all the same and we all blow each other's backs out and you know women you fuck like men too you know me too whatever yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's fine, but that's training grounds for me. I mean, again, not that my kid was born from a dating app, but it's the hookup cultures more or less one and the same. You yeah. know, it could have been a Netflix and chill night that I had my kid. So you you have this entire culture now where it's just like you just fucking of course all the women are going to the top guys. And so they've surveyed men and women and they've shown since these apps have come out. So right when you met really came out like broad scale Western cultures right around when you met McKenna is literally the, the number of sexless men. It's like one third of men or like one fifty percent of men are not having sex because they're all the women are just like, well, if I can choose, I'm going to go for the hottest guy. Yeah. So, and it's like, well, fuck it. I'll share him. And I, I've seen it. And, And that transition point is phenomenal. And the guys that I know that are early thirties, you know, our age that, you know, kind of got hooked on this. I mean, they're single. I am pretty convinced that if I wouldn't have met McKenna McKenna and gotten married and all that and everything and tried the Tinder, this (laughs) farmers only (laughs) Christian mingle, I don't even know what I would have tried to put on a front for and put, you know, if I would have tried any and all of that, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have been successful at all Mm -hmm. that's real Mm -hmm. like i i mean you don't get to be 34 years old have sex with three women in your entire life and go a couple years in a drought between the high school girl and number two Mm -hmm. it was like three years Mm -hmm. Eh, two and a half three years something like that to where it was like i mean you almost just kind of Get complacent. You're just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna hear Nate fucking some girl down in the basement. I guess. I guess. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I do believe. Again, I'm just gonna of- play Halo Two and watch and not watch. Ooh, listen. Not even listen. <laughs> Jesus. Unfortunately, listen. listen yeah. Dude. To Nate pounding some girl down in the basement. I'm just gonna be playing Halo Two up here. Well, that's like, what most men are doing now. But they're your yeah. age doing that. They're literally sitting in their apartments, sitting in their parents' basements playing video games like 50 60 hours a week i mean we know men yeah. doing that and i know i was that, doing yeah. that i don't know about 50 i was playing five six hours a night though no 
Well, because you were I probably was 50, like 60 hours because yeah. I was gaming on the weekends and all that. And mm-hmm. it was just like. Imagine, how would you feel if you were doing that today? Let's say you never met McKenna. Your life didn't turn out how it is today. And you were gaming, like living in some dude's basement or an apartment. I don't know. Living in an apartment, single, just gaming. Just getting I feel high. like you're <laughs> dropping one of my co Yeah, just getting high. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, At 34, though, and you're, I'm sure your coworker is a lot younger than 34. Yeah, he's like 26 or 5 or something. Yeah, but okay. he was also in a relationship. It's been like maybe a year he's been out of this relationship. He was in like a two-year relationship, I think, and... Hmm. So he's still kind of, he's a good looking guy. I mean, if I was gay, I'd fuck him. But like, it's like he's, he doesn't want to try. He just wants like the end result without having to try. Okay. Like he's just like, well, at least in my opinion, I, I, he's, he just wants to, I, I show up to work almost every day and I have a home cooked meal that my lovely, wonderful wife made for me. You know, it's like leftovers from the night before. This motherfucker never has any food. And he's just like, I need to find myself a girl that can cook. And like, you know, and I tell him he sees all the good things that I say, you know, I'm just like, oh, like me and McKenna did this. And like, you know, when you have that kind of like life partner Mm -hmm. that it's just like, oh, well, we went and did this stupid shit and it was really fun and blah, blah, blah. And like, meanwhile, he was getting high moking. Well, he doesn't do that anymore, but like basically weed and tobacco and bong rips. And mm-hmm. just like playing video games. And he's like envious of it. Or he sometimes portrays that he's envious of it. But he doesn't. Of your life. Just having like someone. And when you have two incomes. It's easier to afford things. You know that's a factor. Mm-hmm. And just like having home cooked meals. And someone to go home to. And like when he had his girlfriend. I mean I don't really know feel kind of bad like talking about him like i don't really know that well but like yeah but i think he's he's one of millions man i mean one one of millions yeah there's a ton of men. i mean he like talks about it like he's like envious of it but then he'll and like i said he's a good looking dude and he'll get like bumble matches and this and that and then it's just he'll just be like god this girl's texting me uh and i'm it's like he doesn't want to text her and it's like well dude i don't know what to tell you don't ask me but I would assume you would have to like text her and show a little bit of interest in her if you're oh, yeah, trying to like fuck if, her, you if know? She's using the app. She is getting bombarded by fucking attorneys and doctors. And I mean, it's everybody. It's that's the thing. You're yeah. compete. It's a global sexual marketplace now. So if you ain't texting back and you ain't being charismatic and if you're going to play the game, like today's game, it's like you got to be all in. And it's, it's yeah. like, uh, and again, I, I get men that are opting out too. I mean, I'd probably be one of those guys right now, but it's, it's, insane. but it seems like he <laughs> needs like not only mine, but some of his other buddies. Like, I mean, he talks about, he's got a buddy who's 27, just turned 27 and is a virgin. He's one of those mm-hmm. men you just said. Yep. And I mean, he's on all these apps clearly striking out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know that kid at all. Mm-hmm. It's like hear stories about him, but he, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's real now. That's what's happening. I mean, you're, you see it, uh, obviously with coworkers, coworkers, friends, you know, people in your life, just like I see it. I mean, it's, it's fucking real, man. I know a ton of guys like that. 
It's, I mean, like a ton of guys. Everyone's binging on something. Trust me, dude. I mean, that's why we started this is it's like, holy shit. It's like, you better, it's not that you have to go out and join a religion, I guess. It's you, you have to create stability in your life. And I think that's something that's very difficult for people to do today because we're all kind of our own guide. We don't have God. We don't have Jesus in our life. I mean, there is that obviously. I mean, for most of Western culture, it's it's totally reversed. And everyone is, we're all the same. We're all equal. And our rights and freedoms are more important than anything else. And it's like, I mean, that's a way to live, I guess, but it's not a sustainable way. I don't yeah. think from for long-term happiness. I would argue you are going to have much more fulfillment in your life 10, 15, 20 years down the road than all of us single people fucking having fun, getting fucked up, doing fun shit all the time. I really mean that. Trust me. I and I I've trained enough people of all ages, dude. I see it every day where you're better off with someone than without, even though it's tough now. It is tough because of it's a lot of choice, a lot of and you know, it's hitting married couples. It's walloping them, man. Yeah. I, I think know. it depends on where you work too, because it's, I mean, I think I work on cars with dudes. So it's like, I don't have this, I don't have, you're not looking what I look at. Yeah. Like you I work, work at a gym, you know? So it's like, <laughs> you correct. obviously have girls that apparently don't wear bras anymore, which is fine. That's totally fine. But like, <laughs> they're just like, Hey, can you spot me? <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> so it's like, that. it's easy for me to sit here on my high horse and be like, how the fuck can anyone cheat? You know, like, my God. And like McKenna works at home now. So. But because of the internet, I mean, you could get on Bumble or Tinder. I know you wouldn't, but you could. And trust me, I know a lot of married guys that do. Yeah, I guess. That, yeah. that get on and try to start swiping because you can step outside your social circle. So yeah, you yeah. work with all guys right now. Yeah. Well, almost all guys. But before the iPhone and all that, that was it for you. It was like you got your wife, you went home to your kid, and then you went to work You know where you're just working with men. You know, whatever your environment is. Now, I get for me, I still would be around multiple women, but I would have to, I have to jeopardize my social circle. So the yeah. girl I was dating from the gym that I met in person, that's the only way I'll meet people now because it makes it real. It kind of sucks now because now I have to interact with her. And it's awkward. She was there this morning. It was kind of awkward. You know, we're still close i mean like i mean we're be cordial cor cor we're cordial with one another but it was tough it was it was a, it was tough it was a tough breakup and that makes it um hard because i was like hey i'm actually trying to do this and i really was doing a good job of it like the first time in my life where i was like man i think i might be able to do this you know and i told her it's like i just want to be able to talk like, do about what, whatever like date yeah date be monogamous yeah. to one woman i mean i really was i for went the porn and everything else i was like well and i did it for not for her but for me i was like well maybe if i just chill the sex was better i would say the sex was better when you're with one person and you're not watching porn and everything and then it's not that other women are invisible i still worked at a gym you know i interact with a lot of women every day it's that it's like eh, you know I, I felt like being with one person was okay with me yeah i get again there's other things and it's not just her it was on me i mean I, we we jumped into it way too fast and it's a bummer because if we just slowed it down it yeah i don't need to go into it but obviously i'm single again because i think i talk about having a girlfriend in the next couple episodes here so it's cool it is nice because then if i pull myself out then i'm not practicing polygamy and then 
you know, essentially alpha widowing all these women where it's like, well, I got the guy, like he blew my back out. He owned a house and he was like, you know, fairly like successful ish in life. And he was nice and he, he had friends and, and then he just blew my back out a few times and he like never talked to me again. I mean, that's what's happening on like a fucking global scale right now. It's you think that me. you think that like body count is a factor with certain things like you're saying i, I think for being men monogamous and, for so. men and women it is I mean, it, I mean it affects us differently it, for me i'm not damaged from it so if i move forward it will be hard for me to be monogamous long term i acknowledge that because of what i've experienced that's what yeah because yeah. i'm at three mm-hmm. mckenna says that i'm her fifth or sixth you mm-hmm. know and so she hasn't had and now I'm talking to girls that are 20, 21 at the gym that have 40 to 50 partners. Yeah. Like you're getting trained on like gangbangs. It's crazy. The stories you would be amazed at what these girls are doing now. And, uh, you know, cause they're all told, Hey, go have fun. You're in college, go have fun. It's like, they would never have these body counts. You know, they're meeting these guys off Tinder. They're getting diseases off these guys off Tinder. They're getting their brains blown apart. And and it's funny. Then they all come to me and ask me, okay, well, what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, okay, so who were you matching with? Oh, a UNC basketball player. Oh, a CSU football player. Six, five, six, eight athlete. Like you realize, yeah, you're swiping on the same men. Every other girl is swiping on. Yeah. So everyone else, you don't think that six, eight UNC basketball player, you think that's the only pussy he's had in the last 48 hours is yours. Hell no. Not with the Tinder and all that shit. Absolutely not. Which, you know, it's, it's given access. It's structured us in these crazy pyramids of polygamous culture. You know, for me, really the last five years I've had, I would say on average four to five sexual partners at any given time, more or less. And again, it's a lot of them more frequently than others, but that's, you know, that was my ability to pull like this number of women from all over Colorado. No, I remember. <laughs> I remember when I lived with you there. <laughs> I was really bad. When I was there was you, yeah. times where <laughs> you'd be like, oh, this girl and this girl. And then I'm backsliding on this girl. And then, oh, and then you'd be like, oh, I don't. And then like a week later, you'd be like, yeah, I don't even talk to her anymore. And that's why I remember McKenna. McKenna was like, I'm going to stop meeting all these girls because she just wanted a, a fucking partner to go hike with. It's like some another girl to go hike and look at hike 14ers with and shit. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, Eric can't keep a girl around here long enough for me to be friends with. I'm done trying to be friends with any of these girls. Yeah. That's like, so my parents treat any relationship I have that way and same with my sister. And again, it's not just men doing it. It's my sister too. I mean, she's been in these very interesting kind of short, long, well, longer term relationships. I think they've all lasted between three to five years. Um, She's just like me, breaks up every time. And again, I'm not trying to speak ill on her. I do believe this is more of a cultural phenomenon of just like, oh, you, you get bored. You know, I think for women, it takes longer to get bored than men. For men, you know, we can have a bajillion kids a year if we want. But we all, you know, the Coolidge effect, which is basically the the seeking of a new partner, affects every mammal. It just affects every mammal differently. For females, they want genetic diversity, but they're going to be much more selective and it'll be much longer term. So I would see, and I've kind of studied my sister of, okay, she once she got bored of the guy, she even said, she's like, oh, I want to go seek new, kind of new and interesting, you know? And of course they were never married. They didn't have any kids together. They, you know, rented a place together and lived together. But she's like, oh, I'm not feeling it anymore and I can leave, but 
she was able to do that because she's like me. She grew up with security. I mean, she grew up two parent stable household. Our schools were paid for. We were given such a leg up in life. It allows us to think about other things, you know, m way more of our rights and freedoms. So if I look at all my cousins, you know, there's well three, including me now that have a kid. No one else is married. There's six, well, biologically related 15 of us and three are married. Two have kids. Well, three have kids. Including what is me. it like they were divorced or no, are they like your your story of a, a one night stand of no 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 they're 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 married with kids so uh, yeah yeah everyone else is married with kids but of the families so all of the kids did very well for themselves financially most stayed in two-parent households only one actually the interesting fact that i i do like talking or thinking about is the one that got divorced so of everyone in the family only got one of my dad and mom's siblings got divorced her kids are the ones that are married. Yes. Everyone else that had two parents, stable households, everyone's college was paid for, you know, grew up in a wealthy area in Denver, well, and other places in the US, everybody stayed single. And I thought that was really interesting because the more security you have, the more you can tolerate instability in your personal life. That's why I had all the women over. That's why I would do everything I did. I love just going crazy because I really viewed life as well. This is just a meaningless game of fun. So I'm going to do all the dopamine activities I love to do. You know, obviously sex is a phenomenal one and now you can ask girls out without even facing them. Yeah. So of course our society is kind of heading in this direction. It doesn't mean there's people not getting in relationships, but it's, I do believe it's tough for them to maintain because the girls know if you look at any girl's dating app, they have hundreds if not thousands of likes different options versus men it's like a few yeah there's always something better and guys are just trying to grab onto whatever honestly at this point and they're just desperate and i felt it because i've tried to date online and actually do it and i found myself i'm like i'm literally not even being myself because i know i'm competing with the world i know that girls i've dated online the last three years you know very attractive early 20s girl you know she was nice but I remember I was like, I'm not really, I never would have met this girl in real life. I am not, what am I trying to say? Like, I, I'm not being myself because she, I know like, oh wow, attractive early 20s girl online, like getting blown up. Like her her DMs are, must be fucking insane on Instagram or uh, Hinge is what, where we met. And I became desperate and you kind of lose yourself. I felt myself lose myself and then I would just say, fuck it and just say, well, I, I would just fall back into the hookup culture because it was easier. I was like, oh, like I'm getting finessed. Like I'm not even being myself. I might as well just fuck, you know, single moms and whoever I can get my hands on because who cares? That's it's funny you say that because I, I felt like I was the exact opposite when I had that plenty of fish. Like I was never successful on it, but it was just like I never felt like I was actually being myself in the fact that I'm just like, all right, who the fuck do, what am I trying to like portray right now to try and just, I was trying to match what my roommate was doing, just fucking all these other girls. Like online, not yeah. not really, he was, he was, you know, it wasn't so heavy online at that point, you know? Yeah, because he was meeting girls at the Sundance. And yeah, and bars and parties and stuff. And But when I, when I was online, it was just trying to, it was putting on a front for mm -hmm. sure. That's what it seemed like. Hmm. I like that. That's a interesting description of it. And for me, it was like it couldn't. I felt more of like a conditioned lab rat trying just to get new pussy. 
I was much, it was almost like a sociopathic take on it. So for you, but were you looking for hookups or for a relationship or you were just like, doing I was just do more it? like, I don't know. It, it's, it seemed like what I wanted to do like, Oh, just have these one night stands and this and that, like Nate's doing it. Like, why can't I, you know, that sounds fun. Like who doesn't want to fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. But when it came down to it, it was just like, that wasn't actually me and it was like the first time me and me and McKenna we met we hung out this and that and we we it was a couple of definitely probably like two months until we uh, I'm trying to think that was so long ago it was it was probably like two months or so where we kind of were hanging out here and there not like every single night but hanging out here and there And I thought it was just like, it's not like she was the only girl that I had like met and gotten her number and kind of texted, but it was just like, I figured it wasn't going anywhere. And so when it like actually came down to it, the first time me and McKenna, I already told you this, the first time me and McKenna tried having sex, I couldn't even get hard. Mm -hmm. It was crazy to me. I was like, what is going on? I felt so demasculated or is if that's even the right word like i was just like what is going on like you act like you want to have all these one night stands you can't even fuck this girl you've been talking to for like it was just like i was so nervous and i was just like oh my god oh my god she she thought that i wasn't even into her yeah and it was just like i don't know but now i don't know who's listening but it's like literally (laughs) we're 10 years in and it's like you say men get bored like not not us like it's it's i've never been more attracted to her and like just i don't know had that fucking creep dude just (laughs) like more more often than not for sure it's it's crazy and i think it's like partially that that maybe that i don't have all that one night experience one night stand experience and whatnot and i just like truly fucking love this girl but that's cool, man. I mean, I don't, not a lot of people can say that. And again, people married, single, doesn't matter. Like you're, I'm actually glad you came on because I think unfortunately in today's world, you're like an anomaly. It's weird to say that, but it's, but I do believe it's because again, you don't have the same stimulus that a lot of other people have where they're just getting their brain just like blown apart basically. Or they're just, they think they're just terrible. Like, cause they're got, they're not getting any attention online. Like yeah. a lot of guys. And again, you're watching it. You're seeing these guys struggle because you work with men. I, and again, I, there's no, you know, the solution is you can pull yourself out like me, but then what? Then it's like, wow, every like I introduced myself to a girl at the gym the other day. No, just was like, Hey, What's up? You know, I like picking people's brains about kind of what their experiences is, has been with technology. And, you know, I get to know people pretty quickly. That's my job, obviously, personal training and meeting people. The conversation led to, okay, you know, when was the last time you like were dating someone? It's like, oh, you know, guy on Tinder, of course. And a situationship, just like, eh, wasn't the really serious. What the fuck is that? Situationship? Yeah. It's, it's like a thing now? Yeah. It's like where you, you're mean? just there to fuck and like hang out a little bit. And then you don't put any labels on it. And then you just kind of also maybe fuck other people. That's and, exactly what uh, my my coworker, I feel like he wants. He just wants to meet someone that he can like occasionally fuck. Yeah, that's that's how we're treating each other now. It's hard to do. It's really hard to pull off as a guy. Because then I asked her, I'm like, I bet this guy's really good looking. And she's like, yeah, he's like 6'5 and like really handsome. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
uh, you understand uh, he's doing this with multiple women. Yeah. If he's able to pull. Because think about like, if you find him attractive, because then I played the game with her. How many men in here do you find attractive? Oh, like nobody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So think about that. All these men are online. Yet you find none of them attractive, but you found this guy attractive and you let him smash, obviously, even without you know a, a real relationship. That man, I guarantee you, he is fucking good looking. And I guarantee you, he's fucking other women. It's you think more like, often or yeah. more likely than not. Yeah, because it's just like he's me. He's a version of me. He's probably like he does better than me, I bet. You know, I'm just a I'm in the the hierarchy status of, you know, you got the Asian weird Asian guy that can blow some backs out. And then you got, you know, six five fucking athlete that's blowing even more backs out. That's how we're structuring ourselves again in these kind of polygamous tribes. And I don't think the women are even <laughs> aware of it. They really think that they're just like I don't know if they get that they're swiping right on four the same four percent of men, four to ten percent of men. The guys not getting any matches are the same guys this, not getting any matches. Exactly. You know. And all the guys getting matches are all the guys yeah, getting matches. That's literally me and me and Nate were that case study. Like <laughs> even before even before it was really all on the phone, all through like dating apps. It was just like, you know, how is he pulling all these girls and I'm not? Like, what is he doing that I'm not? And like, maybe there's more to that, but it was just like. I I think it's temperament, but again, I think it's a lot of security factors. The fact that, you know, you had less opportunity than me. And again, obviously, you know, your dad passed away when you were young and it's like, so you didn't have the same two parent household. Did Nate come from two parent household? Not really. Not really. Okay. Yes. And no, it's like, he didn't actually know. I don't think he knew his biological dad till he was like 20. Okay. He didn't like meet him, but he, his technically stepdad that he called dad, that he was there it was a normal family household throughout high school okay. and most of college. That helped. I think when you have, so he had some stability in yeah. the household. Yeah. I do believe that makes it so you, you, you tend to seek attachment more. I do believe for you, you know, listening or knowing about your, your life that um, it makes sense to me that, oh, this guy would be more of a relationship guy. Cause I think I'd be the same way. You know, I think if, if I was put in your scenarios and I experienced what you experienced, I probably would be married with a kid too. And again, not that you would be just like me because I do believe our interests and just kind of how our brains are wired are different, but our experiences really shape us, man. I mean, I do believe that that nature versus nurture, it's a lot of fucking nurture for sure. Yeah. It's it's interesting food for thought of why, you know, you would want security. You know, I would imagine you'd want security as much as for me. I'm like, ah, so I I think, okay, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. I blanked (laughs) out. I had a brain fart there. I, it, that girl I dated in high school, I dated her. It was three and a half years and it was just on again, off again. We, we literally fought and fucked. That's like, we are in the yearbook for like couple that argued the most or something (laughs) i'm not kidding you we are in the fucking yearbook for that senior year we had our high highs and our low lows and it was just literally we would break up and we wouldn't be together and then like the weekend would come around and blah 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 and then monday would come around and oh we'd make up and we're back technically dating and i'd always question her and this and that and then 
I'll never forget. It was multiple years later. It was like six, seven, eight years after high school. I was back hanging out with a bunch of friends and they were like, one of my friends was like, do you know how many of us, how many of like, how many guys Carly fucked? Like when you guys technically weren't dating. And it was like, I had homies that fucked her like straight, really good friends. And at that point I was like, I ain't even mad. Like, what am I going to ruin one of those friendships? Yeah, I mean, when you're young and stupid as shit. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, and it's again, fine. I, like, I don't care. Like, she came on to them and well, like. Shame on I me. Mean, but what I'm getting at I, is it yeah, just I like, I was hell bent. Actually, no, what really happened is we were on again, off again, this and that. Then we broke up. We went our separate ways to college. Went back to Glenwood. She was house sitting. <laughs> she was house sitting and threw a fucking party during like it's strawberry days, which is kind of like the fair, you know, of Glenwood, <laughs> essentially. She threw a fucking house party at this house she was house sitting at. I ended up fucking her in one of the kids, the kids twin bed. And then after, of course, because I'm a heathen, I go, weren't you dating someone? And she went, well, technically we're broken up and i was still like so in love with her and it was like a fucking light switch to i went from like being all alone in phoenix like only going to school with dudes like thinking about her and dreaming about her to just like i just since that day never turned back and i just was like fuck that girl and i haven't besides now and like a couple other rare times like thought about her and like cared about her it was crazy. I was just like, oh, okay. So you, you did this when we were dating the like three and a half years in high school. Every time that I question you, you definitely did fuck someone else. Oh, yeah. And then a couple years after that is when my friends were like, yeah, she definitely fucked this kid and this kid. And, da, da, da. and like <laughs> straight friends. Like I had one in my wedding. <laughs> That's why I was like, it's fine. Hey, whatever. I ain't going to ruin this friendship. Yeah. And one that I was told did. And I questioned it. He was in my wedding. He was in the wedding party. <laughs> and I, mean, I was like, hey. so I think that made me be like, I will never cheat. I will always be faithful. I will never cheat. Like, what a shitty fucking thing to do, you know? Because it fucking tore me apart. Yeah. Until I, I fucked her in the kid's bed. Literally a little kid's bed. That was crazy. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and then just literally... Oh, well, technically we're not together. I was like, it was a light switch. It was crazy. Female I was just nature. like, <laughs> yeah, but it was a light switch for me. Just be like, you okay, yeah, I'm you don't done. Do that, I'm just yeah. like, oh my God. You were done with her. Yeah, I was yeah. so done with her, done thinking about her. And I was just like, what a shitty thing to do. Like, I didn't regret fucking her. Mm-hmm. It was like pivotal. It really was. Yeah, it was like seven, eight months after high school. And I remember just being like, still so in love with her. Oh my God, I miss you so much. And then like that happened and I was just like, nah. And so, I don't know. I think that's a huge factor for me at least with like being, I'm over here talking about going out last weekend, all these girls not wearing bras and stuff. And I feel (laughs) like it's still fine because it's just like, I think me and McKenna are at the point where it's just like, we both know that I'm not actively going to actually do anything. I'm just like, oh, well, I didn't tell her not to wear a fucking bra. She's just walking in front of me with her nipples basically fucking poking through her shirt right now. Like, sorry. (laughs) 
Oh, that's I can't even imagine ten years from now. Fuck, it's gonna be no tops, no tops. Uh, like, shit, I'll be like, I gotta get down to trailhead. I gotta get down to dude. Tony's. No tops, dudes are gonna be wearing skirts. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely true. That's, that's already happening. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's already happening. Oh man, that's oh we got the next decade for humanity is gonna be insane. Just the AI, the chat GPT, the technologies, everyone's fucking hooked Dude, on this shit. You know what like, I think about with technology and how everything's so I, I'm not trying to get all religious on everyone, but like every Christian and you know, I don't want to paint a broad brush here. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm not very religious. I'm not religious. I shouldn't say very I'm not religious. My wife is religious, and we have these talks. Because it's crazy to me because every, every Christian for sure is like, when Jesus comes back, when Jesus, Jesus is coming back and all that. And, you know, just like Easter and whatnot, if he fucking came back right now, no one would even believe him. If Jesus actually came back, Mm -hmm. what would he have to do for you to actually believe that it is Jesus? And not just a fucking lunatic. Even if you watched on your phone him make water into wine and feed an entire fucking 5,000 people village with like a half a loaf of bread and a fucking single fish, you'd be like, Ach. you'd watch it through your phone and be like, that shit didn't happen. Yeah. That's, see, that's Chris Angel. <laughs> yeah. Fucking David Blaine type shit right there. He would have to physically fucking cure you of some shit right to your walk face. Walk on water, like and dude, uh, walk yeah, on yeah, water yeah. through your yeah. fucking phone. You'd be like, I've seen this shit yeah, yeah. hundreds of times already. It would have to be, yeah. But I would say, even if let's say they that he did, he like parts the Red Sea. He like fucking does some crazy shit, and we're assuming it's a he. Like oh, people don't exactly. like that. Whatever. And he better they, be. Squirrel, he, rabbit, whatever. You <laughs> bet your ass he better be a fucking straight white male too, <laughs> with long hair, <laughs> or else people's minds are going to be fucking blown if it's not. Yeah, at least Western culture minds. That's. But see, like I don't know. It's like McKenna gets mad when I'm just like, okay, like, do you believe in Allah? And she's like, well, no. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like that, but like with. Like all religion, like I'm just kind of like really questioning it. Eh. Yeah, even though Allah is, isn't that just a Muslim word for God? Basically, I, I don't it know. Is. Okay, well, name yeah. one of the like 500 <laughs> Hindu gods or oh, Buddhist okay. gods. Like, why are they wrong, but you're right? Well, I think the real question is why did all these religions pop up? They're all because all the morals are the same. Is like don't steal, don't kill, like be a good person, contribute to the community. All the messages were kind of the same. It doesn't matter which culture. Yeah, but see, I wasn't brought up in religion, and I know that. Yeah. I'm like, well, I probably shouldn't just, like, steal and rape and pillage and shit. Okay, so I know that, too. Also, I guess that's Christianity, one man, one woman. But I think that's most most religions promote monogamous relationships, actually. And I do, you know, again, people didn't live as long. Not the fundamentalist society of the Mormons. Fundamentalist yeah. Mormons, they're like polygamy. Yeah. yeah. Which about having them six, seven, wives. eight wives. Yeah. Even though I don't know if that's that common, honestly. I think especially like local Mormons and here in Fort Collins, I'm pretty sure they're all like just one man, one woman. No, that's like the fundamentalist ones. Is that the okay. I think. So like traditionally that 
I mean, that's an interesting religion to say the least. But, yeah. you know, either way, it's like you get a following behind you or of something that people believe in and you can really sell it to them, whatever that may be, you know, whether it's good or bad. You know, Hitler was great at it. Obviously, that was kind of a bad one. You know, we're not going to get political on this, but there's a lot of people. You could say, actually, most of the people in our government we will get political. You know, it's the kind of like the blind leading the blind where you're just yeah. like these fucking clowns. Yeah. And again, I, I don't want to talk too much into that, but but that's always how it's been. You know, it's always been OK. So because, again, it all kind of popped up around the same time, you know, since we've cultivated land, you know, and agriculture became a thing. And a lot of people started, you know, we started really procreating quite quickly that, you know, these religions popped up. That's why I was thought it was interesting. So it was, I think so it was like always, it yeah. invented to answer the question of people being like, well, why are we here? Yeah. Like, sure, I get how I'm here, mm-hmm. but like, why <laughs> are we here? And like, mm-hmm. well, just read this book and fucking believe that. And like, I just, it's hard for me to just, you know, when I hear someone say something that I question, Irregardless to religion, it makes me think like, well, I need a little bit more like facts to, you know, like, (laughs) do you have any other examples or this or that versus like when you're, when you're more religious, like my wife, it's easier to just be like, well, you just have to have faith and just believe, just have faith. And it's like, yeah, but (laughs) I mean, I need a little bit more than that. Like you're telling me Noah just fucking built this goddamn ark. And he just had all these animals. What don't certain animals eat other animals? So did he bring other animals for the animals, the one animals to eat? Like what? I don't get it. Well, just fucking believe and have faith. And I'm like, God damn it. But again, it was even that God damn it. We were talking about that the other night. Cause I say that more often than I should. She hates when I say that. God. And she's just like, don't say the Lord's name in vain. And I'm like, why is it in vain? I would assume that it's not assume, but like in my eyes, I'm like saying, God damn it is like, God has damned this pen that just stabbed me in the finger, right? Like he has damned it. Like, would it be better to talk more about Satan? Like if, if there were somehow that like, like, uh, hail Satan, stab myself in the finger. Would that be better than saying, God damn it? Like, why? Why is that? Why is that bad? You know what I mean? It's just no, weird it's, to me. Uh, I don't know. It's, I've never had anyone talk about it that way. That's a good food for thought. I like it's that. An, I don't know. Maybe you've got to do drugs apparently to fucking think about outside <laughs> of the box like that because she has not done drugs like I've done drugs apparently. Not apparently. It's true. Nah, I was going to say that's definitely true. That's true. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, either way, it's cool that, again, you met your wife in person. It's very interesting to hear your perspective on the dating apps with your coworkers using it, along with kind of your own perception of it, watching me use it. I think that's very, you know, it's eye-opening of just how much that changed of, you know, if Tinder was out, let's say came out two years before and everyone had a phone two years before and you and McKenna were using Tinder, you guys probably never would have met each other. It's weird to think of it that way. We probably still would have met, but like, I don't really know if anything would have well, happened because you met at a house party right yeah, yeah it was, it was like, like a friends friends halloween party yeah it was, but she if, worked with him i went to high school with him mm-hmm. if she's getting hit up on instagram if she's getting hit up on tinder i mean she was she talks about well i don't know about that but yeah. i was in her own ways 
on her own version of the bachelorette yeah like literally she as any she girl. wasn't as fucking, any girl any she girl. wasn't fucking these guys yeah. but she was you know kissing them and going on dates and having them buy her flowers and gifts and stuff and I was like one of four dudes and I don't know how the, f- I don't even know what I did to win her out or anything. But you were one of four. I was one of four. Because she met these guys in person. She would have had to back then. She wasn't meeting them online. I believe so. Yeah. No. I don't Cause really it wasn't. Know. Well, again, it was, there was online dating, but it was for people in the early twenties, very stigmatized and it wasn't like a normal thing to do. I mean, I didn't have any of that stuff till it actually came out. Even then, it wasn't an overnight switch. It's been a decade of progression. It really has. And again, these are multi-billion-dollar companies now. Uh, I think Bumble last year made nine hundred million dollars in revenue. See, I don't understand how. Do, how do you pay to pay, be on that? Pay to swipe. They they get the men. It's between fifty to a hundred men to every one girl on a dating app, and you get the men to be able to swipe. You make them pay per month, and they can have unlimited swipes. Super light. Okay. So pay it's to play. Pay to play. You know, very. It's pretty expensive though. It's like hundreds of dollars. Interesting. And uh, but again, for reproductive success, people will uh, do a lot. So I, I know men pay. Obviously, they pay it because again, I'm sure some girls do. But it's overwhelmingly men using them. Overwhelmingly men paying for them. You know, nine hundred million dollars in revenue for the year. That's a shit ton. And again, I think per user, they're getting about twenty-five to thirty dollars a month out of them. That's, I mean, how many, that's a shit ton of users globally, obviously. And, you know, again, that's why, you know, someone like me talking about this stuff, no one's talking about it because it's a huge driver of capitalism. You know, it's like, is having all this endless choice actually good for our, obviously for society or mental health? And I'd argue neither. I would actually argue we're going to be fucked unless we can recognize this and regulate ourselves. Honestly, control some aspects because I think, I don't know. I just think it's a fucking disaster personally. So, <laughs> well, so do you think the rates of like divorce have gone up since dating apps? Oh, yeah. Since the internet. So, my dad, I mean, he's a great internet, example. Yeah. Like, but when having him on is going to be amazing. But, you know, he really became family law only attorney by the early 90s. You know, he was just following the money and social changes too. A lot of it is uh, different movements and, you know, be yourself and all, you know, it's, and this has been going on since the 60s, you know, which is fine. It's just, and then you're going to shift a lot of culture. So, but the reason my dad's made a, a shit ton of money the last, you know, his, for his career is he just followed it and it, he got busier and busier each year, even through the 2008, 2009, where the dot com bubble. Collapse that was early or late 90s, and then you have 2008 2009 financial market collapse, housing market, and then COVID. His business always exponentially got more and more busy, but it's more, I would say, turmoil on top of movements on top of the technology where people have endless choice, they're told to be themselves, all these things. Then, of course, you're going to have people separate because they're going to want their autonomy, and you know, he, he made money off that, but. Like universal, this is what's happening on, well, I guess it is universal because it is happening on a global scale. Um, People will still find each other in relationships, but it's way harder. And it's really difficult to tell men and women that it's like, hey, we are different. We're not the same. Like we are biologically very different. And it's like, yeah, we're equal as human beings. But I guarantee you that if you're 35, 40, 
45 and you still think that you're going to be happy showing your ass on Instagram with your OnlyFans or whatever, you won't be. You're going to want a family. You're going to want to be in your position. Or if you're a guy like blowing backs out like me, just having fun. Like, I think for most people, you're going to have a lot more fulfillment out of pulling some sort of weight, not just going out and having fun or playing video games or doing all this shit. So yeah. that's that's my theory. I mean, we'll it's see. just like you, you're you never going to see eye to eye with anyone ever like i don't have a twin but i feel like there's twins that just don't see eye to eye on every true. single fucking thing so it's like being in a relationship it's you got to just compromise where it's like oh my god like is it really worth like getting so mad about she wants to paint the fucking room blue and i want to paint it fucking teal or some shit like no like whatever who cares the fuck fight you're gonna fight you know what yeah. battle are you gonna fight you know oh that's good i mean that's it's refreshing to hear that you know of you it's worth it to make it work like you'd rather go home to yeah. somebody than not go home to somebody yeah because of blue versus teal which is that's what's happening in our culture yeah they're like fuck oh teal like i'm out that's what's happening like well, because you're so replaced even if you're it's just like even if it's that, not yeah. that it's just like, okay, we both agreed on teal. And then you just go into the next room and you're like, well, I want to hang a fucking lamp from the ceiling. And it's like, well, I want to hang a fucking ceiling fan. And then you go, what, you're going to break up because of that? And it's like, I mean, I get there's bigger points than that, mm-hmm. but not when you're going to like nitpick about every little thing and like not see the bigger picture. What is the bigger picture for you? I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but I guess it's... <laughs> well, it's a relationship. You've been together for 10 years. You know, you've had a lot of ups and downs like any relationship, and you've always chose both of you to work through them. Yeah. And it's I because I know I personally am a better human being when I am with her. Oh. I I don't know. I think I just care more about not just her, but just other people i get i don't know it sounds really bad but i was kind of a piece of shit when i was single i just didn't give a fuck about you like you don't get you think i don't give a fuck now like (laughs) i didn't give a fuck then like like really i mean that's a lot of guys where you you yeah without purpose you don't give a fuck you think you're this alpha male and your your shit doesn't stink but like in reality dude like come on like (laughs) We've all been to the bars and been out at the bars till closing time. Then you go play video games. Like, no, you're not as cool as you think you are. No. You know, at least that was my perspective mm-hmm. with me personally. No, that's cool. I mean, I think that's like important for people to hear. Even just coming down to the fact of like, when you're out, you're intoxicated, you bump shoulders, you step on someone's shoes, you're going to turn around, you're going to be like, what, bro? <laughs> Fucking get at me. Or are you going to be like, Oh my God. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Yeah. And well, some like, people, it depends on who the person is. I yeah, I get that. Idea. There's a lot more factors in that. But like for me personally, it was just kind of like, I, I was just, I'm just a better human being when I have someone like McKenna that cares about me and Damn. I care about her. That's cool, man. I can't I, even give good examples. The whole Barson, those are terrible examples. But like, I just know as an overall general statement that's how it is for me mm-hmm. like well i can't just go home get fucking high and play video games till 11 o'clock and like barely s- 
scavenge something up to play or to eat. I gotta like, I gotta clean the house. I gotta do this. I gotta, good man. I gotta try and not really like court her or impress her or anything, but I just have to like be a sufficient fucking partner, a sufficient human being. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like that's, I think that's somewhat well said. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, I got to do this because I need to do this. I need to accomplish something. I need to be motivated and accomplish something rather than, and that's why I barely, I just recently have turned on the Xbox, but I went from playing every single night for five or six hours when I was single to, I mean, I barely, I, I went like four or five years without turning it on. Mm-hmm. I just recently turned it on. And it's like, I, I can play for like 20, 30 minutes. And then I'm like, all right, what the fuck am I doing right now? I need to go accomplish something. Like we got shit we need to do right now. Mm-hmm. And by we, I mean me, I need to accomplish all this shit around the house. You know, fix this, fix that, clean this. Because if I'm not, no, it's, it's going to create turmoil. It's going <laughs> to leave me. Again, it's why people were meant to be together. And I think it improves men and women because then you kind of stay in, yeah, you can really help each other out. And then I think, you know, as men, we think very rationally. Women are much more emotional. They think very different than us. And the idea that, you know, she kind of brings you back down to earth, but then you can also bring rational male perspective to her life. And I think that's important because that's how, if you take the general population, that's kind of how we're all wired. You know, I know I'm very much more rational thinking. You know, my sister, who's, you know, a corporate attorney, but she's still female. I mean, she still thinks and acts and, and behaves as a woman would. You know, again, I know she's dating someone now and I, I wish her the best, obviously, off someone online, just like everyone else in today's world. Because again, everyone's got to navigate this new new world in their own way because you're trying to take away people's rights, freedoms, privileges, like who they are and being themselves, like that ain't gonna happen. It's more just like, just you know, like fucking put the phones down. Just like chill for a little bit, go walk around outside. Yeah. Like, and just do just anything else. Just try it, you know? Well, and (laughs) like having a kid, he's 10 months old and we have tried to make the conscious decision of like not physically not being on our phones in front of him Mm -hmm. because my niece and nephew, they're like two and a half and four or something like that. But I remember when my nephew was barely he was like one and a half he was barely learning how to walk and he knew how to go up to the table touch the iphone screen swipe down and attempt to put in the code and this little guy couldn't even talk he i mean he still can't but like uh, we're not trying to have that to not be on our phones in front of him all the time i don't feel like i'm that reliant on my phone anyways Mm -hmm. personally i mean i I like to use it more as a resource rather than a like time filler, time gap filler. Like my one coworker, when he has to eat lunch, he has to, it takes him 30 minutes to eat lunch. He can't eat and work because he's got to sit on his phone and he has to scroll through Instagram or this and that. And like, don't get me wrong. I like scrolling through Reddit too, but like when I'm taking a shit, I don't need to do that when I'm all the time, all the time at work, like checking my Instagram feed and this, and I don't even have that. But like, Mm -hmm. if I wasn't so quote unquote reliant on my phone as a resource of like 
looking things up for things I'm trying to fix or, you know, the directions, map directions or this or that, or checking when places close and open and blah, blah, blah as like a resource. That's, that's my thing. I'm trying to use it more as like a resource than, oh, I was just, I'm guilty of it. Just like I was just scrolling through fucking Reddit or somehow on the wormhole of like those Snapchat fucking videos and then next thing I know, I'm like, what the fuck was I just doing for the last hour and like a half? Crazy how addicting this stuff is. Yeah, I'm just like, what? I don't even know what I even, I didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing was accomplished. It's dopamine hits. Yeah. It's not even like I was happy, though. Mm. I'm just like, what was, it's, it's I just felt numbing. like I just it's, lost it's two an, hours of my life. It's a drug. It's very numbing. Oh, TikTok, they've banned it in Montana now. Well, it's good. Yeah. People are waking up that it's like, ah, oh, like. This shit's fucking addictive as hell. You start scrolling through anything, it's you get lost. And it's like the next thing, five, ten minutes is gone. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck was I just looking at? I mean, so it's funny you talk about that with your your son. Like, for my son, it's going to be the same thing. Now, again, I know last time I was over at his house, he was looking at Facebook, YouTube, or not Facebook, YouTube Kid Reels. And it was like just a reel of like, it's scary as shit. This is real. Yeah. And it's fucking like uh, Mr. Beast videos, but it's short clips of it and stuff like that. And then yeah. it's like sh- scrolls up and then it's another one. It's all kid friendly, but it's you very, think? well, fuck, you're right. No, it's, well, from what I saw, it was kid friendly, but you're right. I'm sure that people post all My neighbor Billy has those yeah. kids. They somehow were on a Disney app and they were looking at sex. They like, I don't even, he doesn't even know. They, like, they like got on it. Yeah. He was like, how the fuck? Is this Disney? It was crazy. They were like Googling sex and they were looking. I don't even know. And he was, he was fucking livid though. He was, but I mean, they're, it's what you get. If you put five, eight and 10 and they have tablets and kids are looking at porn at like five or six. I guarantee you my son, I would not be surprised if, and he's got an older brother, like there's been hub hub videos watched of some kind yeah. or some sort of I believe porn or pornographic something. Oh, I believe it. And it's like, holy shit. Like even if you hide it from your kids, I think it would be very hard because their friends are going to have phones and all yeah. this other shit. So my first phone you was come high out. school. I don't yeah. even know how the hell you would do that. I don't but, know how the hell I'm going to yeah. not get my kid a phone till high school. Oh, he's going to, I'm going to get a phone, flip phone, get a flip phone. But yeah, I, well, he's going to get a flip phone, but it's more like just you can communicate with me. And then when you, you use a phone, it's like, hey, like this, we got to start teaching people how to use them properly. Kids, everyone, all adults, just like, hey, AI is here. Terminator's here. It's, yeah. it's just, it's a digital in your face numbing effect kind. And it's happening to all of us. And it's how do you regulate that? And it's like, okay, what are you consuming? It's like, it's so hard to be mindful every time you open it up because your brain is going to seek the most dopamine driving activity, you know, on it, phone, computer, anything. And obviously, you know, whatever that may be for anybody, um, it's, it's very hard to walk away from, you know, you got to teach your son that as much as I do of just like, man, like you're going to probably not get shielded from him. So you're going to explain everything. You'll be like, whatever you see, show it to me. And then we're going to talk about it. And then this is what it is. Oh, you said sex, obviously, because that's like most of the internet. All right, well, this is how babies are made. This is a pretty unrealistic version of it. This is not normal. This is, you know, whatever you've seen, you show me, just show it all. Doesn't matter. Do the opposite of what my parents did. 
just be like, that's bad. Don't do it. It's like, oh yeah, that's what you want to tell a kid to do. It's like, no, this, you gotta watch it with your dad. You know, you're going to explain. Okay. Yep. So that's how babies are made. Very stimulating. This is what's happening while you're watching it. Literally your little reptilian brain, my son, I talked to him. He's a smart kid. He'll understand it. Age appropriate, you know, feeding the frontal cortex saying, Hey, procreate, procreate, procreate. And trying to walk away from that is very hard. Your dad has had a very difficult time doing it. I still do. It's not easy. It's very hard for me to walk away from, it, especially for the shit I've experienced. But again, no one ever was like telling me, hey, there's nothing more exciting than a new naked woman. Okay. You know, I just, we all I kind of figured out ourselves when we were younger for our generation. No one, but you know, our parents didn't know with the internet and shit. They didn't have any of that. So they had no idea what they were dealing with. We do. So we have a responsibility to teach ourselves and other people how to use it. And I think that's what most of this podcast is, is figuring out how to do that. Honestly. I just still, and it's, it's even before you even started doing this podcast, you know, I just am trying to use my phone as a resource. Like if I'm not actually learning something like learning, i.e. looking at like service manuals on things I'm trying to repair or videos related to that, or at least something that's somewhat educational. If mm-hmm. I'm just watching just like r- the reels are the dangerous ones. Just they? They, stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. That's just all like, that what? is. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I mean, we've all been sucked stupid. into like, why did I just watch like an hour and a half of just like even animal videos? Like it's fine. <laughs> it's not like it's, it's all harm. It's harmless in the fact that it's not like you're watching know. hardcore porn, I guess. But it's like yeah. you're watching like cat videos. It's, but you're I would just argue like, it's no different, man. It's a, it's a it's not as stimulating of a dopamine drip, at least you know, especially for men. But I it's guess, the same yeah. Thing. My my mom loves watching like cat videos on Instagram. She has Instagram, and she's totally hooked on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess when you say it like that, it's just like, what the fuck was I just doing yeah. for two hours? Mm-hmm. Like, I could have. You know what really gets me is when. I watch 30, 40 minutes of stupid shit like that. And then I'm like, oh, well, now I don't have time to clean the kitchen because I need to go to bed, (laughs) you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I didn't actually accomplish anything that like needed to happen. No. I'm just sitting here watching cat videos instead of cleaning or figuring other things out that, you know, are in the real life physical things in front of me like oh i needed to do this and this and this and instead i just sat here and watched cat videos for 45 minutes Mm -hmm. that frustrates the shit out of me welcome to i don't do that much anymore but it's i've been a victim of it for sure it was like that was so stupid self-awareness man that's good that's a good start and so so i have i just recently well it's probably been three months i've I got to Reddit now, right? Okay. And so I get caught up in scrolling on it, but I also, this at least helps me justify having it. I try and help people. I'm on this like fourth gen forerunner form and a Tundra form. And I, I try and help people like I've just diag shit and not want to put their head through a fucking wall that I've already been through. Like Mm -hmm. just random shit like that. And, People being like, how do you, does anyone have the wiring diagram for this? And I'm like, yo, motherfucker, tell me this, this, and this, and I'll pull it up for you. And I do. And I've, I've helped people with that. Mm-hmm. 
Not a lot. That's cool, man. Probably I didn't know like, you were doing that. Right. I mean, that's yeah, just, that's... I'm just like, why the fuck not? I, so, can, I yeah. can help people with that. But that's like a positive. It's like kind of this podcast. It's a positive use of the digital Yeah, space. but it's like, it's a, it's when I think about it, it really is just like helping me justify having it because it's like, if we're breaking Reddit into a hundred percent, that's like, I'm using that for less than 10% of it. Okay. Helping people. So why did you download it? What I don't know. Right? I don't. I don't even know. Okay. So something to look at while I take a shit, dude. Okay. Honestly, but that's fair. So you just downloaded to downloaded it. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's I like that honest response. It's good. Because all I have is that and Snapchat for okay. like social media. Social media, right? Yeah. Well, shit, dude. So I guess we'll leave the listeners with. If you could say. What would your advice be to young men like when you were around your age when you met McKenna that I think are having a hard time meeting girls? Now, I know you guys met at a party. What would you say is the best way? Because I I do believe you really love your wife. And and I don't know if I always believe that with other people that I see that with. What would your recommendation be for men? Because again, I do believe it's it's a lot easier to love someone when you have less choice, they have less choice, and you meet in person. Because I think most men today are like scared out of their minds to meet girls. I, and I know it's nerve wracking because it was nerve wracking for you. I think it's more just like being your true, honest self and who you like actually are. And like, it sounds really bad, but like everyone everyone is told like you can do anything you want to do and be whoever you want to be and you're a king and i'm a queen and oh my god and it's like but but honestly you're not and like (laughs) i've accepted that like someone's gonna have to fucking fix the king's chariot right that's me that's fine i've accepted that and it's been easier for me that's not really a relationship advice. That's more just like a life advice. Yeah, like, that's, I like that. Just, <laughs> you know, when you get to be like, I just think it's funny because I think the whole narrative is that you can do anything you want to do. And you can, you can. But if you're just going to, mm-hmm. if you're not going to actually take any, any steps towards trying to do it, you know, if like, I want to make 300 K a year and be an engineer and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to go put in the work at like school and study. Like then you're not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to just be handed to you. Like that's just not how it works. And so like for me, it was easier just accepting where I'm at in life and like what I know kind of like staying in your lane type shit, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why it was pretty, it's pretty bold for me to talk about like religion and politics and finance and stuff, because I'm like, I don't know. I don't fucking, I have my opinions, but like, it's like assholes. Everyone's got one. Oh. But like, I I just think that's been the easiest thing for me is just realizing like what, where you're going to be in life, you know, and everyone thinks that they're just fucking the shit and they're the coolest person in the room and whatnot and it's just like sometimes you're just not most of the time you're not (laughs) and most of the time you're not as cool as you think you are you're not as hot as you think you are turn off all them fucking filters and just be real you know and just call it how it is call a spade a spade 
that's just that's how it's always been for me just say it how it is everyone's told me what they think it is everyone thinks that i'm related to fucking saddam and i'm like well i thought i'd be shitting on a gold toilet by now i sure get all the rep for being related to him except i don't get any checks like why am i not getting any of this oil checks yeah where's this fucking Uh. oil money at god (laughs) damn it but like that's just been my personal just to be okay with just who you are. You're like, yeah. ah, fuck, I'm just me. Fuck yeah, it. just yeah. like, no, oh, you know, I ain't no basic deal. bitch. And it's like, yeah. yes, you are. We all are just basic bitches. Yeah. Most of just us. Just yeah. going through life. Just I turned left while you turned right. But at the end, we're all just meeting in this hole, getting kicked in the chest <laughs> yeah. via Sparta, just going down that hole. Like, that's, that's just where it's all ending up. That is you can make you can be Elon motherfucking Musk over here, Mark Zuckerberg. But when it comes down to it, we're all gonna fucking just die at the end of the end of this story. That is definitely true. And so to finish, would you say how do you view life right now? Is it kind of cool? I mean, I know your job has been you've been tough and stuff, but overall, would you consider yeah, but your this, life? He's like, yeah. who doesn't hate their, most yeah, yeah. people hate their fucking okay, job. Okay, exactly. Well, oh, so would you consider your life like, Hey, like, yeah, I, I don't want to die tomorrow, but if I did, like, I, I like where my life Yeah, was. no, I have like, no I've had regrets. No regrets. That's I've dude that I've got all yeah. toys a man could want. <laughs> I have a great house. I have a great wife. I have a healthy child. I don't know. Everyone has their wishes and like, Oh, well, I wish this <laughs> and that, but like, when it comes down to it, it's just, you seem pretty content. Could, yeah. It could yeah. be, it's easier to just be like content with where things are. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to actually physically go and put in that fucking grind and just like, I've seen people doing school, homework, all this college life. I'm like, I would have never been able to do that. Sure. It's easy for me to look at certain friends that have degrees and, you know, and this and that. And like, I'm pretty confident that I could be an engineer, but I'll never be an engineer because I'll never put in that fucking work to like do all that schoolwork and whatnot. Do I think I'm competent enough to do it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Am I going to actually go do it? No. So like, stop fucking just hoping and wishing one day you'll just wake up and get, you know what I mean? No. Like if you're not going to try, you're not going to get it. That's correct. No matter what you want in life, man. <laughs> For so, anything. Man. Yeah. If you're not going to go approach that girl at the bar, you ain't going to get it. That's it. If you're not going to try, you're not going to be nice, you're not going to respond to text messages, <laughs> not going to put in the work, you're not going to get it. And I, that's important for every, anyone. It's you gotta you gotta keep swimming. I just think a lot of people are like done, man. They just don't want to swim anymore. But again, you got a reason to swim. Obviously, we both have kids. You know, when you got a reason to swim, you're just like fuck. I mean, you you really change your perspective. Yeah, perception of life changes for sure. I think it's cool. I mean, at least for me, it's been very positive. And again, even before I found out I had a kid, I was like, eh, like there's probably like better ways to live my life and ways where I'm like, I don't want to look back on my life and just be like, ah, like I I just didn't care. And I just went out and had a bunch of fun for me and look at someone like you and been like, ah, like that's kind of cool. Like you're really pulling. Yeah. But see, you just said it right there. Like you have this kid. Now you're like, now I have like a reason to give a shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, that's what I was saying. Like McKenna brought that out in me too. Mm -hmm. You know, even before having a kid, 
She gave me a reason to give a fuck, it seemed, because, you know, I'm not saying I give all these fucks now, but I definitely didn't when I was single. No. Just like, whatever. Couldn't cared less about. (laughs) I'm sure you'd be, if you were single today, you know, if you were single and you're like your age now, your life would have been crazy. So different. Yeah. I'd probably be falling victim to it all. Oh, I have some of these apps, but I just go home and get high and play video games. Yep. Oh, I guarantee it. Like millions of other men are doing right now. That's for everyone to decide. You're in this moment just like I am, and you move forward, and that's life. Till next week, this has uh, been Less Tech, More Neck with Eric, and uh, Devonte will be back, and uh, you know, hopefully he's behaving himself in Dallas. So talk to you guys later. See ya. Less Tech, More Neck. I hear what I say Let's take my neck For your mother and your brother We gon' hear from Eric and Devontae It's strange times And these are strange days And it's strange people Live in strange ways So expect Let's take my neck